This the link up. This the link up. This the link up. Welcome to the link up. This the link up. This the link up. This the link up. Welcome to the link up. Yes, yes, welcome back to the Link Up Podcast with your host, Mr. King, Kana, and Woods here. And on today's um, episode of the Link Up Podcast, we have a very special guest in the building. None other than Simartin's own Hassani Ellis. Or I guess if you, uh, what would be your, your proper title so that we can introduce you the right way to the people? Then? Okay, <laughs> all right. Thank you, uh, Mr. King, for the ability to come on your show today. It's, um, you know, I, I, I jumped in the car and I came over here because it's a great um, play, uh, uh, privilege, I find, you know, to have the ability to come into the home studio, you know, in the little mm-hmm. studio and decide, you know, to come and speak to my people, uh, my young people especially, the people who are part of my generation, you understand, mm-hmm. who are looking forward to see something better for Sir Martin. Um, about myself a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. Asani Brendan Ellis, I grew up in, um, I was born, in St. Martin, St. Rose Hospital, not that kid. You know, I was corrected about that a couple of times. <laughs> and um, I, I grew up between um, Miller Region, Dutch Quarter, and French Quarter, what I like to call um, the Frontiers Basin, you know, mm-hmm. that way um, the Frontiers be. And every day I would get up and, you know, go to school, cross the border about four or five times a day. I went to um, Sister Marie Laurence first. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents decided, you know what, I might do better in the English stream. So then they transitioned me to St. Uh, Dominic. I then um, followed that stream until I was finished with my high school. I did very well in that stream. Um, when I had a decision, you know, to either go to um, the U.S. or go to Holland to further my studies, it, um, it, it, it troubled me for a while, but then I took, I took one look at my passport, mm-hmm. and I saw um, a citizen of the um, Netherlands, you know, which is a European um, passport. And I said mm-hmm. to myself, there's only one place I really got to go. Okay. You feel me? Okay. <laughs> and that, that's, that's how I really ended up in Holland, you know. And um, I came, I went to Kroningen. First, and I went to Eindhoven, check out the schools, and I went to Eindhoven, um, Norija, my partner, um, John Sandy Ford, that linked me mm-hmm. when I reached Eindhoven. You know, we we um, we had touch base, and you know, I say, Eindhoven feel like the right vibe. Okay, okay. I went <clears> to the <throat> city of Eindhoven, the Hexter, did my habio, <laughs> and um, that's how um, I was able to um, have my first interaction with Holland, and that's what led me to where I'm at today, sort of, you know, and I'm sure we're going to get into that. A little so later what, on. What, what you study, if I ask? Okay, my first study was in international business and management. Uh-huh. So, but that's similarities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? For sure. Four years, four years, and it was a really a good study. I did six six months. Um, um, at Phillips at that time, you know, because mm-hmm. Phillips is in Eindhoven, and um, Phillips provided me the ability to see how a large uh, multinational is able to take advantage of economies economies of scale to make profit, you know. Mm-hmm. I work for supply-based management, and why I did all day was crunch, 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 numbers. Excel sheet, numbers. Mm-hmm. I was crunching the numbers, and they literally tell you like this. They got 30 years' experience of purchasing, Mm-hmm. And what they do, they um, 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 clock, or they match together as much of the stuff they got to purchase. And instead of buying from one supplier, or sorry, instead of, instead of buying from numerous suppliers, mm-hmm. they put them all together as one lump um, um, amount that they have to purchase and then purchase from one supplier that gives them the best price. You understand? So that way they could buy in, in large scale. Okay. Instead of splitting it up, and while they might have 20 operations worldwide, and having each of these 20 operations purchased from one person, they have all of them send the information to one central spot, and then that one supplier, supply-based management team, orders for everybody. 
Okay. And that's how they literally do it. Okay. Um, I feel like we kind of went a slightly different yeah, direction. I digress. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I digress. I digress. <laughs> no, but, but I'm I mean, sorry. Like, you immediately started going yeah, into man. a little more detail into your yeah, background man. and stuff. But like, I just basically want to, you know, I can't meet your title. I was just talking about your formal title now. Yeah. A count to me is deputy minister. Is that That's correct? That's true. That's true. As a deputy minister of plenipotentiary in Harlan, uh, acting minister right now with the transition of the new interim government. Mm-hmm. So when I say acting minister, um, I sit in the um, Rex ministerat, so the Kingdom Council of Ministers, mm-hmm. with my partner Luther and um <laughs> and, and, and the rest right, of them. Man, say he yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, yeah, man. Let, let's when just he, say you know the, the the views and and things of of our guests do not directly reflect <laughs> the the views <laughs> of the Lego <laughs> podcast. Let me just say that right there. <laughs> I feel it, my brother. But when you get in there, you know those guys greet you well. You know they mm. um they greet you well. They speak with you well. You know, and um it's a really relaxed environment. I was stressing the first couple of times I had to go in. You know, mm. and um the Dutch really um um came um came along also. You know. Um, um, you prepare to have those meetings and once your legal um, team prepares you mm-hmm. and you have all the content, you go in there do your thing. Besides uh, um, the, 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 the actual legal um, stuff you have to do on behalf of the country of St. Martin here in Holland, mm-hmm. what I am is a direct extension of the Council of Ministers. So when they tell me March, I ask how hard. And um, I represent the country in Holland. So we host different events at the cabinet, you know, to um, to to help embrace the people of St. Martin while living here in Holland, you know, mm-hmm. to make them feel like there's a place, a contact point they can go to. And also in reference to other organizations that are in Holland, especially in The Hague, being, being that it's a city of international law, mm-hmm. there's a lot of embassies there. We also um, receive different ambassadors who may want to um, work on better relations with Holland. And we also attend their events. Um, different ambassadors are constantly inviting us to their events and we have to then find a way to make sure I have enough shoes in my wardrobe <laughs> to get out to all these events on time. That's what it is. Okay. Um, I saw some footage of you at an event recently in The Hague. You know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to speak on that or explain what exactly was sure. going on. Which one, it? though? Um, <laughs> I believe it was a one from yesterday. Yeah, okay. I think it was yesterday. Aside from the young lady. I in got the back, you. Aside from I our Facebook. So. Okay, I got you. <laughs> okay, yesterday um, was a, a small event, you know. It was a small event to the extent that we had um, our Minister of Finance and our Prime Minister here in Holland, and they were here um, the, on a working visit from early in the week. They met with um, um Staat Secretaris Knops. Mm-hmm. Um, they met with um, um uh, the people from KLM. Um, from that meeting, they actually were able to got, get an extra flight going on to St. Martin from KLM, mm-hmm. which I can tell you was much necessary. Every flight I go on mm-hmm. to St. Martin is packed, you. you know, and <laughs> the prices with the extra flight might actually be um, um affected also. So let's hope that um mm-hmm. all of that is um reflected in that um in that deal. So hopefully the price is coming down. Let's see. If you have more <laughs> seats available, that means it's um supply and demand, you True. know? Basics of economics. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Uh, and they were also um at the cabinet yesterday where they did a meet and greet with a lot with the uh, students, young professionals, and people that live in Holland that are from Saint Martin. It was ability f- to meet with them and um, maybe ask some questions or just socialize and network, you know. Mm-hmm. And I personally find it's something that's necessary, especially where Saint Martin is now and where we have to go in the future. We need to socialize, network more, um, build our networks and build cooperation. Not only internally in St. Martin, but also externally with external actors who want to maybe invest in St. Martin mm. or have a vested interest in the future of St. Martin. That's part of what they were busy with yesterday. Yeah. 
Okay, mm-hmm. and um, you said like regarding where Saint Martin is now. How would you describe where Saint Martin is now? Uh, uh, like Saint you're Martin. saying, you're stressing the importance of networking and stuff. Like yeah, now, based yeah. on the current situation, yeah, like how would yeah. how, what would be your description of you the know, current situation? You, you know what's so interesting? I find Saint Martin um, where it is now is like um, I'm going to first tell you why I find Saint Martin is for Saint Martin. In my opinion, is a perfectly tuned racing machine. It's like a race car, you have to watch it, you know? When you white car a race car for watch the other islands in the region like St. Martin, you know? Hmm. We're all in this competition for tourism. That's our single pillar economy. When I say it's a perfectly tuned racing machine, it's because our economy sorts of work sort of works that way. When I sit on the side of the road in St. Martin, when I was um um back in the day sitting on the block in my state in my partners, mm-hmm. I would be there three, four in the morning hanging out and I would be seeing cars going left, right, left, right. A minute you would be seeing maybe 10, 20 cars passing, you know? What does that actually mean? If someone is in a car driving around, he's either spending money or making money. You go to any of those other islands, three, four in the morning, you're not going to see um, um, that many cars driving on the road. Hmm. And that's why you have to really consider our economy like a racing machine, you know. And this race, you know, to get the most tourism dollars at the end of the year. And um, that's how our economy sort of works. What happened in St. Martin a couple months ago, a bad hurricane come, a really hmm. bad one. And it literally shut down our economy. It tore up our racing machine. Hmm. And right now, what's literally happening, all the economists, all the, so the engineers of, um, of the of, racing Racing machine, you know, mm-hmm. have the blueprints out in front of them right now, and they are busy now trying to re-engineer this thing, you know, and to get it um back get it up back and running, track. you know, mm-hmm. and within uh the shortest period as possible. That's what's going on, guys. Okay, so if if we keep it if we keep it the whole race car analogy yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now Yun thing is a little is is about time we get some new mechanics. Ha, that's 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 true to the extent that you're speaking to a mechanic right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. So you was one of those people who basically coming and doing some work, looking yeah, to put in some work yeah, on this car to get it back working the way it should. Um, you know, um, in all words, in all sense, you know, uh, I spent a lot of years, you know, in books, you know, try to do my research, you know, mm. and um, I spent a lot of other years then also sitting on the side of the road, you know, with other young professionals like myself, other mm. young people, you know, listening and developing um, our minds, you know, mm. to um, say what we want to see for the future of St. Martin. And that's why I don't take my job very lightly. I, uh, I lose a lot of sleep at night, at mm. night, trying to see how I can apply myself in the best way. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, that brings me to a question. Like, mm-hmm. what was it that exactly got you into politics? What got you yeah. started? How did you get into it? Well, after I finished my first study, international business and management, I went back to St. Martin. I worked for uh, my family business, Caribbean Accident and Road Service. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I had the ability at that time to introduce why it was considered cutting-edge technology on the island. We introduced one of the first real-time databases on the island where we would go to the scene of an accident, make a report, and within 24 hours, um, uh, that report could have been accessed by claim adjusters. When we put that information within our database, automatically the claim adjusters can start monitoring the report and seeing information on it. So what was before a one-week process of getting um, just a report done by a claims officer at your insurance company Mm -hmm. was being done now within 24 hours when we would have a a report finalized. Mm -hmm. After we implemented um, 
this system. So I was a communications manager at that time, and we implemented the system and we implemented it well. Um, I I had a need for a, a bigger challenge, you know, and being a young man living in Samad at that time, I was living with my mother, you know, um, I would get up, go to work, um, frustrated, you know, because I don't got my own place to stay, hmm. um, come back from work, go back in the house, be frustrated again, you know, and I said to myself, um, there's something better for me and there's a higher calling for me. I want to go back to school, do my master's, and I want to come back home to contribute something to society. And I saw the ability of not being able to find housing for yeah. myself. So the shortage of um, housing and starter homes, for example, I didn't believe in renting um, uh, as, a, as a driving force for what I would choose to be my next study, which was European law and policy. Hmm. I sat um, in the park across from the Twitter camera in Holland um, on the day when um, our then um, leader of um, government, um, so the administration in St. Martin, was in the country um, signing the card that would create um, country St. Martin within the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And I sat there for about two, three hours, fellas, and I did a lot of reflecting. And um, I, I made up my mind really strong, you know, and committed that what I was going to do, go back to school, study international law, find out what are my rights as a citizen of the European Union, what are my rights and what is the government doing to, um, to live up to my rights with reference to migration law, competition law. Um, which competition law, which is the economy, um, mm -hmm. judicial protection, environmental law, and all, all of these different aspects of international law. <coughs> and then it also teaches you how that trickles down into from European law into the national law, which is Holland, the mm -hmm. government. And that's where I sit right now at the Lakes Minister that. And then how that further trickles down into St. Martin, the municipality, which actually mm -hmm. has to implement the law now through different policies. Mm -hmm. So you get a full picture, you know, of governance and um, the different layers of it. Okay, uh, honestly, um, I'm relieved to hear that they actually went and studied a study yeah, that's man. related to um, yeah. politics because just last week we was having this conversation regarding um, the people that we, like some of the young people that we see going in and stuff like that and one of the conversations we was having is what is real, what are really, what are these people's credentials really? To say like, <laughs> it's good to see the change, it's good to see that we have young faces going up there but if you just as uneducated as the current people to some degree. I mean, I ain't trying to call no names and under that, but if it's not going to be any change, basically. So I'm glad to hear that you actually have some things so yeah. that we can see a positive change. Home, yeah. My God. Yeah. You know what it's all about? Um, those same people getting there all the time because they have um, a, a, a strong enough backing of people who reflect that ideology that they are bringing about mm -hmm. in Parliament. Yep. So that, um, and, and why, why, was it, why it reflects then is that we have an entire generation, a population of people here in Holland, maybe two to 3,000, you never really know mm. the exact figure, who have migrated from St. Martin, don't have the opportunity to go back, yeah. you know, because one, they're overeducated now, <laughs> Two, the, um, the, 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 the economy in Simat only provides for a certain amount of jobs for people. And then three, you have to then accept to go back and um, accept whatever Low is being age. offered mm. to you once you, um, you okay, go back. You see, I'm I glad, I glad we get into that now because this, this is a topic I kind of fall into. 
one of those categories somebody who was afraid to go back to say no 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 it's like the last thing he wants to do let's be specific i ain't afraid i legit not going to like really and truly there's no reason for me to go back to say right now for what to do what to like like we just like what a friend of mine Labeled it and claimed it to live the Samaritan dream. Breed yeah. a girl, walk bank, walk Najiko, ah. and 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 buy, a, buy a car, live in a mother house, buy a car, get it. No, the good life. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. You gotta, you gotta put the set in it too, though. You I gotta know, put the set yeah. in the car. I mean, if you know, if, if, if anybody that knows, if yeah. anybody yeah. don't know, spinner that's two thousand, man. Come on, come on, come on. Come to the test. I mean, anybody know me? Anybody that knows me know I gonna have the set regardless. Yeah, sure. To go back home now, man. I I sorry maybe because I have I've been a little bit more privileged I can say that I have been more privileged and a lot to have seen other places. other places in the world and maybe that has reflected and changed my view on it but there's no way anybody could convince me that yeah by Sean you have to come back home now to do uh, what to depend well, to depend on Tom Dick and Harry for for this one and that one and no my whole thing is I if I as a Samaritan yo I don't get me wrong now son mm-hmm. I love my country now. I love my island, yeah. but I refuse to go back home and have to depend on anybody, Jad. I got you. So if I have to go back home from how it's looking right now. That gonna have to be my like forties and fifties when I done established elsewhere, and I could be like, all right, cool. I going back for my people. I can help my people, and not they have to depend on nobody or kiss ass to nobody, Jad. Avoiding mm-hmm. the whole politics, the, the the usual way we know things are breaking. Ex- Martin, what's your last name? Who do you know to get this exactly. permit and that and, push for you and, and whatnot? And, 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 and that's I, what a man trying to avoid. I and it's not only that. I could be one of those people. Cause let's. I mean, let's be frank. I'm known as a La Vega. Mm. Those are that should that, say enough to that, people that, who I understand. Mean, <laughs> yeah, anybody <laughs> from Simante would know. No, yeah. But I'm not trying to take that road either because that's I'm, I am not my last name. Well, Jack. you know what it's all about at the end of the day, um, Sean. You're, you're accurate, and I'm not going to say um, you're far from the truth. You're actually quite accurate and close to the truth. The thing is, what makes Simante like that is a bit vulnerable. You know. The size of the island is what makes it vulnerable. So there's only a certain amount of um, um, opportunities that can be created. Um, what I'm going to say, what does have to improve, though, and this is one of the solutions, is the introduction of automation. What do you mean by that? Automation in all processes and forms of the way how we live in St. Martin. You right? know how much stuff is still done by like actual files? Yeah, dog, like paper files. And then like files can not, get lost. Yeah, dog. You know, files okay. can get lost. I remember when I was working in the yellow building, uh, looking through the amount of, the same thing he was talking about, the, the bus licenses and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. When I had a summer job at the yellow building, the amount of ridiculous files, you can't even see whose name is on it because mm-hmm. sometimes they copy, the copy, the yeah. copy. Yeah. Like they lost, like this so, is the type of Automation, keep automation then would in, improve that to the extent that I want to request an ID. I go to a website, apply for my ID. Census they give office. me a date um, when I could come in and um, pick it up. I pay for it online also. Hmm. And then that creates jobs also at the bank once they make a transition from the front tellers to the back office workers. And that's just one example, you know, the banks. But automation improves the entire society where you're now transitioning into um, everything that's done um, analog. Uh, physically it's to digital, digital digitalize you know and it's in st- it's stuck into vast um, processes you know fixed processes that people can't meddle with you know so if you're entitled to something that's what you're entitled to you know okay. there's a process in place once you follow that process if you don't follow it you don't get it if you follow it you get it simple <laughs> as that I agree with what you what you're saying on the automation front that yeah it's definitely something that's important but um, on the flip side of that some people might argue that automation at the same time it may be bad for some in the sense that we know 
we have a largely uneducated population. I mean, lifelong some, learning, lifelong learning, my brother. I understand, yeah, I understand yeah, that. Yeah. But if you have a lot of people who are uneducated, who may be only able to do those, like the, the um, front office tellers, mm-hmm. the bank tellers, and mm-hmm. stuff, all those people who have those jobs, they may require a certain level of education now to transition to the back office work and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And automation that eliminates the need for the bank tellers and stuff. All the all the people who working at the airport and mm-hmm. stuff, the checking agents and all of those type of things. Like they're gonna, it's gonna create. Um, look, it's uh, it's always gonna create new jobs to the extent that um, there's something called lifelong learning in Holland, you know? So where um, if something is that you were doing before is not applicable anymore, you're, they're going to provide a way for you to go back to school and mm. transition into something else that is. Mm. And um, it's to the extent okay. that I could give one quick example, you know? Right now, the boom, the, the, the industries that are going to be booming in St. Martin for the next two, three years will be construction mm. and um, automotive, automotive industry, you know? Everybody lose their roof on everybody. A lot yeah, of people lose, lose their roof and a lot of people lost their cars, you know? So what's happening in the island right now? You have a lot of um, mechanics and um, um, contractors working without um, the relevant standards that um, need to be public, you know? Um, okay. So when I say the relevant standards need to be public, you when you go and work with a contractor, you need to know that this person is certified by the government. You understand okay. to do your work, and if you don't work with this person, whatever job you get is up to you. You understand? That's your problem. Mm-hmm. But if you know you got certified mechanics, certified contractors, certified people that can repair and um, do the work for you, mm-hmm. anything that goes wrong with that um, process, you have the rights now to go to the small claims court and ask for your money back. You understand? I build a house. I ask the contractor to um, uh, pull, uh, put the PVC pipe in, in the walls. So later, once I finish pulling my walls and stuff, I can pull the line to electricity. He um, doesn't put the right PVC piping in, you know. Mm. Um, the lines can't pull through or the lines got, the, the piping got damaged. I got to pull my lines now. I got to go dig up the whole wall to replace the pipes and all of that sort of stuff. It happens a lot, guys. And this is the perfect opportunity right now to work with our kingdom partners to reform, um, to introduce um, the right certification courses for a lot of our technicians who are operating on the island right now and don't may, may not have the certification course or the certification to do the work. Um, half the island right now has no um, um, telecommunications um, running the way it was supposed to be running before EDMA. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is that there's not enough technicians available to do the work. It's simple as that, you know. And this is the perfect opportunity to get these guys back in school, um, offer certification course, and get them back in the work field. That's my opinion. And we reference automation. I mean, that 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 is a that sounds like a better idea than sending these students all the way Holland and states for something a big whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, depending on, of course, depending on the, on the students' personal Will. choice, yeah, yeah, and yeah. interest. But yeah. I mean. We don't need no more people to study international business. I'm sorry. We don't. We don't need no more. I, we, we, Tourism is always there, you know. Not yeah, only, yeah. not only that, but you you study as somebody who studied international business at one point. You, what are you gonna do after that? You, there's no clear, legit path choice that you could say. Okay, cool. I could benefit the island in this way, especially if it's a bunny and Hassani case who mm-hmm. looking for the, the youth to come back. 
Mm-hmm. Nah. Well, um, Education Department constantly has to update the public about what's um, the re- right studies and what's the relevant studies um, based on what they can predict will be happening in the job market in the upcoming five to ten years, you know. Um, and like I said, I think this construction boom is going to play on even further than the two, three year time frame that we, um, that we actually have on the outlook right now. It's going to play on even further with reference to if we actually can get a government that sits, that um, is willing to adapt um, more international standards, what you will see then is a trend in innovation. What you will see then is the ability for a lot more young professionals, just like us, you being um, the, uh, a tourism expert or a commerce expert, you know, will have the ability to return home. And then you want to work with the right technicians that can um, help set up the, the, the type of facility you want to welcome tourists to St. Martin. I still waiting to walk into the, into the, um, the, 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 the resort in St. Martin that can offer me a room. I walk inside. Clap my hands, the lights go on, you know, and um, <laughs> you know, um, I um, I, I I go by a con- by um by by a control um by a control device, and I can um um, um turn on um, um all kind of different devices in the room, you know, by by simple little automation practices, you know. But isn't that isn't that also like getting more into the education part, like making sure they they focus more on tech, that we Technology. focus more on tech and stuff like that, than <laughs> yeah. just tourism and find other ways. Before you even get to that, like my question would be like, do you see this even being realistic or possible looking at the current situation? Not necessarily like at the pre-era, but even before that, when you Mm. look at Samaritan and you just be completely brutally honest and you look at the way GB operates, how can you have digital systems when we don't have electricity? (laughs) Constant electricity. Yeah, exactly. That's why Holland is able to have all this digitization, automation and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If you don't have proper, if you got ridiculously high internet, first of all, so you can't, uh, you don't have current and you got ridiculously high internet and it's slow. Like Mm -hmm. those is two integral parts in making automation or having a properly digitized society successful like yeah. Yeah. we're going we're going in the right direction you know um over the last um look i'm gonna break it down to you like this and i'm gonna ask, answer your question um like this you know throughout my studies in international um um law i i, I try to use or uh, find different case studies where mm. i can contr- um compare st martin to the rest of the world mm. um i compare st martin to aruba aruba has been down this road 30 1979 they got the independence somebody mm. correct me if i'm wrong 86, 86, 86. All right, 86. You see, I'm sorry. Now I'm glad it is in 79, you know? You know better 75, than 75, you see? Yeah. I, 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 know, I know it's somewhere in the books, you know, but... Uh, in, the general, in the general area. Yeah, yeah, we're in a ballpark. We're in a ballpark. So they've been on this road a couple um, a couple good bit of years before us. You know, we, there's lessons learned. Mm. You know, there they, they are lessons learned there. Um, it's, it's, um, I'm going to say to the extent that um, by international standards, it takes about 10 years for a new country that has gained its independence, although St. Martin has not been granted our full independence, but our um, our separate status, you know, autonomous um, autonomous status exactly mm-hmm. um, within the kingdom. Uh, within, within the kingdom, um, it, it has only been seven years, and within that seven years, um, we have also had um, a very um, bad hurricane. Um, what a bad hurricane yeah, is hurricane actually. Hurricane call government, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the hurricanes over there, <laughs> but. Um, um, the, the 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 actual the actual truth is you know um give us the ten years and not only give us the ten years but what the government actually has to be busy with right now is tr- strengthening its institutions before ten 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 there was an organization called USONA 
And Usuna was given a large sum of money by Holland to set up different institutions in St. Martin and also dive, help to diversify our economy. Um, some of these institutions that in Usuna funded and set up was the SED, the Social and Economic Rat, you know, mm-hmm. Council, the Social and Economic Council. What they actually do is give um, solicited and unsolicited advice to government about wh- what should be um, their economic policies, their social mm-hmm. policies to help alleviate poverty and Samaritan and improve the quality of life of the people. <clears throat> right now, we are still facing different issues institutional-wise in Samaritan. Our justice system lacks funding. Mm-hmm. That's a serious issue. Everything lacks funding, Every- from, from my understanding. Exactly. And that's why right now, this mechanic... <laughs> is literally trying to ask the people by being a candidate in this upcoming election. I'm asking the people to give me a chance to go into parliament to be the efficient mechanic I want to be. You know, because you could sit in, um, in, a, in, a, in a garage and you have three, four um, um, fellows working on the car, but you can only be one crew, crew, chief, crew chief, you know. <laughs> and um, that's why um, I'm asking for the ability to sit in parliament. Why, why am I asking for the ability to sit in parliament? Government works like this. There's three, three as politicus. There's the administrator, so the executive branch, the judicial branch, and the legislative branch. Mm-hmm. None of them can intervene the other one without following the right processes, mm-hmm. the right good governance processes, okay? I right now sit in the executive branch as a deputy minister of plenipotentiary, where I am doing my job right now in Holland. The legislative branch now, though, has the power to bring motions forward and to have the other parliamentarians vote on these motions to implement changes in the current um, uh, uh, scenario or the environment that exists in St. Martin. If you as an executive, um, as an executive power, the, the, the people who implement these changes or these laws or policies, whatever it may be, um, does not follow the instructions you receive from Parliament, you are then given a vote of no confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that's how we've seen a lot of that happen. Um, we've seen a lot of that happen in, 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 in the past, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why I do believe um, if I have the ability to work for the people of Samaritan, I would be best suited to work in Parliament because I can, di- I can sit on that floor and be an excellent speaker and speak for the people who have voted to put me there. Would that would that not also be a little more like um right up your alley based on your background, your expertise and stuff with policy making yeah. and stuff? Because yeah. to me in Parliament, those are people who actually create the laws and stuff. That's like exactly. I will agree with you to the extent, my brother, that um, <clears throat> I started working in government after I graduated in my um course um in international law. My course, my um uh, my mm-hmm. my masters actually in international law. I worked for the Department for the Interior and Kingdom Relations. Um, it's a it's a bridge of, um, or is a part of what they actually have in Holland, also called Binnenlands, Binnenlands Ankelijke Heid Kronikleik Relaties. And, um, oh, yeah, 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 boy. You know, I have to learn to say it too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, boy. And um, what the actual department does, we provide um, senior policy advice to the government, you know, um, based on um, uh, uh, structuring um, um, the, 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 the country and um, the director country should be going in. And what I realized is a lot of the advice I was working on was being able to tap into European Union funding to um, mm. alleviate poverty and improve the quality of life to St. Martin people. And a lot of these advices would then leave my office and go and sit in the wall of ministers, never leave. And um, a lot of the times then the funding that was being made available um, for these advices, you know, um, would then dry up, you know, and go away. <laughs> and um, that is, is what frustrated me to the point of 
knocking on the door of um, our president of parliament, Sarah Westcott Williams, and asking her to um, to to give me a chance to run on her list, you know, as a candidate, and to um, apply myself and to somewhat learn from her a bit about politics because I never really was a politician. Mm-hmm. I was a good governance professional, you know, and to learn about politics, learn how do I um, um, go out there and campaign to get into um, um, a parliamentary position or a ministerial position to then actually implement all of the advices I was working on and so passionate about, mm-hmm. and we don't have the time to go into all of them today, but you will be surprised a lot of them reflects a lot of things that are in the minds of the young professional today. But then my question is why, okay, first, I guess my first question would be why not, why go to Sarah? Ah. Why 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 go to Miss Westcott? Excuse me for for my um informalities. Yeah, tough, tough, <laughs> tough why question. why why go to Miss Westcott and not for instance Teal? All right, all right. I okay, said. okay. So it happened like this, you know. Um, I sat and I listened to um all of them, you know. And at that time, um, uh, the, my the portfolio I was working on, which is the European Union um funding, was part of the portfolio that um the Prime Minister was busy with at that time. That's that's a the portfolio of the prime minister, you know, international development aid, European funding. Um, the president of parliament now, who's who, the lady who's the president of parliament now, was the prime minister at that time. And she actually helped me to develop my ideas further, you know. And she's also a good speaker, you know. She's also a good public speaker. That's very uh, true. A professional speaker, you know. And um, I said to myself, if um, of these parties that's um, currently contesting this election, um, the the one that's always um in my opinion politically correct with all the answers and does their research and can provide a a a, a quality product would be the democratic party you know and that's the party i chose to be part of at that time mm-hmm. and in my honest opinion all of these parties do believe <coughs> in improving um um the country um they have different ideologies Invest, um, vested in the parties, and you yourself have to identify within yourself what characters you're looking for, mm. as to uh, for, for for the party you want to be part of. You know, the characteristics of the party, the people that run with them, how they talk, how they speak. You know. Okay, so now yeah. my next question would be, why not run independent then? Huh. Well, Anse Martin is not possible to run independent. You have to have a party list. You have to have a party. You list. have to have a party list. You know. Okay. And see this? I didn't know. Yeah. Um, once you have your party list, you could be the one person on that party list, but then you gotta make sure pull your eight hundred votes, nine hundred votes to hold your seat in parliament. You know. That wasn't the situation. Um, not a good job, but uh-huh. uh, economy Jeffrey Richardson, I believe, was he was in that situation years back. I don't mm. know. I don't even know if he's still. Yeah, man, Jeffrey. Yeah, man. Uh, I sent him a message earlier. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey. Oh. Yeah, you know, I had conversation with Jeffrey to the Concordia Alliance. You know, mm. Jeffrey's okay. my boy from way back. Um, you know, Jeffan. Um, I know his son very well, you know, mm-hmm. big up to, big enough, Jafan. Um, uh, once more again, you know, here's um, a gentleman who has uh, um, the, 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 the ability that, to contribute towards um, the progress of the country. But now he's stuck in um, the situation where he wants to be independent, mm. as coming from a small party without the ability to get his message out there to the masses. When I say without the ability, media is expensive, you mm. understand? And radio station advertisements and those type of things or it's expensive guys you not know not anymore well yeah exactly thank you thank you not anymore and especially you being on the whole millennium wave like yeah, that yeah. that 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 is not bedooling that not bedooling sorry for my improper use of Dutch mm. um that is not 
it does, it's not necessary no more. Like, yeah. we, I mean, okay, cool. The, it's normal, typical campaigning wise, the radio stations, the billboards, and stuff like that. But I really feel you reach a lot more people nowadays with social, just normal social media than yeah, you watch on the radio. And I feel like we've seen more and more um, politicians, all of them doing whatever interview it is, are just doing their Facebook live videos, are uh, taking the messages message, uh, yeah. into yep. their and own hands. Especially us students up here, because the first time I really see or know about you was because of your cousins and your sister, because they I went in hard yeah, the last couple yeah, of election times. <laughs> like and they, they hold every yeah. they hold news feed, but my news feed was just. <laughs> Them. Just them sharing your thing. So like that's how I first get to know about I got you, you, period. Gotta, like, so, gotta take your campaign. Yeah, back yeah, you, you definitely yeah, got yeah, to yeah, make them up on that supporters. because yeah, it was, it's, it's that. I can say to the extent that I'm glad you mentioned it, you know, social media um uh, campaigns. I myself um said to myself a couple months ago when I first heard about um this this election, you know, um first thing I said to myself, not this again. You know, um, literally, that's that. That was my expression. You know, um, because it takes a lot of you to go out there and campaign and meet the people. Mm-hmm. But then I, um, I, um, I, I, I reflected for a little while, not too long, and <laughs> what I came up with um, was, Hassan, if you have to go and um, contest this election again, what can you actually do? What can you actually say to the people to tell the people put their confidence in you to be a representative in parliament? I say, I say. I'm gonna run a campaign based on the solutions um, I have developed over the years, the many years of research, um, stuck in books, punging my head against the wall, <laughs> trying to figure stuff out. You know, literally trying to figure out what's wrong and why do we need to fix it, and how do we apply the right processes in government to fix it. You know, so the so the private sector and the public sector can find a way to work together to improve the the, the environment in Saint Martin, and. I developed I developed um a series of fifteen videos, um mm-hmm. but I'm busy still developing them. You know, as they okay. as they are fin- yeah. finalized, I put them up on Facebook. So before I leave here today, if I don't have you all on Facebook, I need to have you all on Facebook because right, I've released a couple of these videos and yeah, I need I'm you all to see them, to see my vision for the future of Saint Martin. Definitely and, take a look. Yeah, once that's out there. I've done my part in this election, you know, to give my vision for the future of St. Martin to especially the millennial votes, you know, the young people who need to see themselves aligning with my vision. Mm. And if I can align myself, I have them align themselves with my vision via Facebook and and then that transition into votes in St. Martin, then um, I won't be in parliament. Mm. You know, that's my general outlook, you understand? And that's what I really was focusing on the Facebook campaign, the the solutions videos, and I do believe that's what Saint Martin re- need right now: solutions and not petty politics, hmm. solutions and not bashing of other <laughs> candidates. You know, and that's what I really focusing on. Yeah. Um, in terms of just voting in Saint Martin, right? Mm. Um, if you stay without voting, uh-huh. what happens? Because ah. like I know, like in Aruba, when you don't vote. Some of the votes you still voting in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was hearing conflicting things with certain people okay. telling me that it's because not like I don't that. have the answers. And yeah, so now that, 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 that you're <laughs> so you don't have the answers. answers. Okay, okay, I got you. I would, I would like to know. Okay, so twenty thousand, um, twenty I think, is eligible voters. You know, um, of that amount, um, we have fifteen seats in parliament. You divide. Um, 20,500 by 15 seats, you have a thousand plus um, um, votes that you need to sit in parliament. 
On a good day, um, in St. Martin, we have uh, 60, above 60% um, voter turnout, you know, mm. um, uh, I'm not sure the exact figure, I have to go and check in the, um, the census, you know, but um, then what it then trickles down into, you have to have about 800 votes, eight to 900 votes to yes. have a seat in mm-hmm. parliament, okay, um, because from the 22,500, about 16,000 come out and vote. So that nine thousand, oh sorry, yeah, um, that, that 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 those couple thousands that didn't come out and vote, they have no say, mm-hmm. absolutely no say. So it's just disregarded. We just have yep. a smaller pool. We have, have a smaller less, pool now. Yeah. You just need less seats. Ah, uh, less so votes. Less votes to, to get, get a seat. seat. To get a seat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Then something else happens. Um. You have then the um, votes have been casted. You count the votes. You know. You will have then that um, maybe the UD has um, collected five thousand three hundred votes. The USP has um, 2,900 votes, yeah. or 800, let's say 800, you know. Um, the, UP, the the Democratic Party has 1,800, and it has 5,000-something, you know. Mm. Um, you would see that, uh, or 4,000-something. I'm trying to remember the figures from the last election. Yeah. Um, and with the 4,000-something votes are going to get five seats because they get one Lex cycle. What is a Lex cycle? Of the votes um, that um, the, the individual parties get that doesn't help them attain that full seat, it goes to the next party that is closest to attaining that seat. So in the last elections, we actually had, we actually had two rack cycles. Yeah, that cycles. I'm seeing it right way. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it that cycle? Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even attempt it to rack cycle. You haven't you haven't seen it right way because these actual words have meanings. Meanings, huh? Yeah, that's cycles. So and and that's that's actually what happened. So the me being a candidate on the um in the Democratic Party, what happened then? We had thousand five hundred votes, you know. Um, which gave us our two seats, a thousand five, a thousand six, and the third seat we were about two hundred votes away from having the amount that was needed to get the last, the last table, last table for the third seat. But France in the in the UD, so USP, USP, all mm. these different terms, USP <laughs> was about a hundred votes away, so they got the last table be over us. Okay, so the okay. NA wow. and the USP got their last table while the DP. And the UP did not. And the UP got their full 5,000 votes up, and they got their five seats. The UP, the, the DP got 1,000-something, you know, and we also got our um, two seats, you know. Mm-hmm. Based on, and that's why um, the, um, uh, we had two seats, five seats, five seats, three seats. And that was a constellation of forming the last um, parliament and forming the last government. That's how it works. So you had so, mentioned, you had mentioned, oh, go, go through it. So I just want to say, if you want the right people to get the right seats, vote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you really... Not you, voting. Oh it God, doesn't... It's voting. Oh it's voting. It's yeah. voting them back in. I didn't want to go in this. Yeah. I didn't want to go in this topic <laughs> right now. But let me ask a question quick quick before we go into this one. Uh-huh. I know this is something you wanted to ask as well. Uh-huh. Um... You had said that you 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 know you had you, you had feel more I guess in touch with the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. How you feel about the merger now between the DP and UP? Because I mean, while there's different, it's practically the same. It's practically <coughs> DP 1992. Sort of, sort of. So oh, how the times have changed. No, they haven't. Difference. They haven't. That's the whole point. They have not. Uh, you mean to tell me it was DP and then they split to DP UP and now both of them come back together? Yeah, sort of. So, sort of like that. You know, what happened in 2010 
you um I don't want to call it um 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 a, a hostile takeover because that's not where it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a um a, a division. They had a division within the DP for leadership of the party. You know, um, um, Theo's a good friend of mine, you know, and I understand his vision, his leadership, and his want and his ability to want to lead the country, you know, decided that um, it's time that he um, um, takes up the, 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 the leadership of a party. And that's why he chose to um, de- further develop um, or divest into the UP. The, the the UP um, United People's Party. Uh, People's Party UPP and um, what they did at that time um, was um, I would think walk away with seventy percent of the electorate of the uh, uh, the the seventy percent of the votes casted from hmm. to the DP the Democratic mm-hmm. Party that that, that yeah. would make about sense yeah yeah if I remember my figures correct you know and um, when you would say make the comparison, um, oh, how do I feel about them joining yeah, up? Joining back, joining back again. In my position as deputy minister plenipotentiary in Holland, I couldn't be more happy. With reference to working here and working with um, the different institutions that are in Holland that work with Sir Martin, the people that have to work with Sir Martin, they are telling me that Hassani Sir Martin, the government is weak. The government needs leadership, and the government, the, um, the people needs to work together. The, the people need to work together um we have um two threats in my opinion as um um people living in st martin right now we have an internal threat so that's people fighting each other internally Mm -hmm. and then we have an external threat within the kingdom where we um, sometimes fight each other as kingdom partners and we fight each other because of what we want what we feel is um best for the country you know and the best way to move the country forward i think some i think some people may put a third threat in there and that <laughs> would be, be and that would be holland taking over eh? That is the external trend. That's the external trend. Looking at how the work is, looking at the cooperation between the kingdom partners. But then, I guess I had, you know, misinterpreted a little bit with the whole kingdom was That's why I was happy, you know. And I was actually one of those persons trying to tell the leaders, the UD leader, sorry, the UP leader and the DP leader, let's put our differences aside. Let's try and work together. And... So far, we've been doing it. We've been doing it well. And I really, really hope um, our, our candidates, our boards continue to work together towards alleviating our people out of the situation that we're in right now. That's the only reason anyone should be in any political campaign, not for any personal benefit, but to bring the vision and to um, um, uh, implement that vision to alleviate our people out of the um, poverty, um, increase, um, um, improve our quality of life improve our quality of living and reduce the cost of living that's the only reason you should be in politics right now in my I opinion completely agree but it, okay so now back to another question i guess we kind of um grazed on a little bit how how do you how would you get how would you plan to get not only young people but people in general to vote because uh. on one end i there's there's a there's a speculation not speculation there's a view that yeah you know no matter what we've um somebody vote for the next person or just the next other two parties can just join together and they can form a coalition and all that kind of thing so like it doesn't make sense who you actually vote for how how do you still get those people to come out and vote uh, how would you respond to that oh, yeah, how, how would you respond to that in, in in any sense that's actually what we're trying to avoid by a creating coalition? Yeah, uh, we're actually trying to avoid a coalition by creating um, the the United Democrats, you know. 
Uh, when I say um, when I say people when you approach people in Holland, and I'm talking about from um, the top senior management and overhead in Holland, the government in Holland, um, to the person that walks in the street, they tell you, Hassani, um, the government is weak and the island is corrupted. You know, that's what they tell you. And why um, how I transition that is how do I am I going to make that message um, different? How do I how am I going to change that outlook? Um, by asking um, two leaders of um, parties to unite and join to work together so we can have a stronger government if they get the ability to gain the votes to sit and have a government by themselves. And secondly, um, how do I fix the problem of um, having corruption? Um, Samadhan's island that's corrupted and has bad practices and all that stuff. <coughs> How do I get that um, also um, that, that opinion fixed? By then having the ability to sit in government for four years without any ship jumping, without any stalling, you know, of the progress that needs to happen. Implement the policies for good governance. Implement the um, the policies to have our economy um, um, back online and online the right way. You know, because I open by saying Samaritan is a tuned racing machine. There are some people who are out there of the opinion Samaritan is a perfectly tuned, malfunctioning machine. You know, hmm. but... Like I had one um, thing I wanted to say about I although I agree with your statement of how you're saying yes um Samantin, the government is weak and corrupt and we would we just want to see I think the general consensus among the people or among citizens is we just want to see it work we just we don't care who is there we just want mm -hmm. to see y'all someone need to see four years actually let's let's not say we don't okay. care who's there let's, they, they, let's, they let's say four years nah, but I'm telling yeah, you yeah, guys but at this point it seems as though the general consensus we just want a government dog. Mm -hmm. like okay. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, like we want yeah, the government yeah. so they could do okay. something so yeah. that they government can they could last longer than a year so that yeah. they can actually execute a plan yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean we've been talking about the, the garbage and the dump and yeah. stuff like yeah. that for who yeah. knows how many yeah. years I feel like um, I know it's kind of going in party lines or whatever, but I feel like France summed it up summed it up perfectly in the, in the parliament meeting it was like yo I don't care whose solution is better than what let's get something done like I, and you we know, need to do I, something I think that had, we had said that in last week's yeah. podcast as well yeah. and we were like yeah he was big, we was bigging him up and then last week I see he get locked up <laughs> <laughs> that's another subject. No, no, yo. I, okay, I better, I better oh, have. Sure just I was, that in there like that, man. Smooth. I bet that I've brought it up in the right way. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, this, this is a, this is a problem. Yeah, but how, how do we, even as young people, be like, yeah, but. Government thing in government or have any faith in government in most of the leaders is getting locked up. Before yeah, the question I want to ask, I didn't kind of yeah, get yeah, to finish yeah, articulating yeah, we, the question. <laughs> You say it's like, yeah, they come back together and they're doing this for the people and thing. But who's like, why not you? you could, I feel like you use a perfect analogy in a relationship. Like you break up with your ex for a reason. And now you're going back to her. And like, who's to say this ain't going to end the same way? In the analogy of the relationship between the un unity of the two leaders. We've seen the split. And it's like, as you know, a popular as the people, how are we so, what? what would reassure us in a sense to believe that this yeah. is actually a going to genuine walk. something, first mm. of all. And... That it actually okay. can work. Okay, so um, the one thing I will tell you um, that um, can actually is a game changer in this um, uh, in the near future for St. Martin is the ability of us being um, 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 being able to tap into five hundred fifty million mm -hmm. that um, the the World Bank um, is available through the World Bank that has been made available from Holland. 
um, what this fund is actually made available for is to um, make some uh, allow St. Martin to come out of the hole we're in right now with reference to our economy, mm. and so we can get our economy back in line. It also gives us the ability to, like I said before, go back to the drawing board, look at the blueprints of this um, uh, perfectly tuned racing machine, you know, um, that's down right now, and get it back online. Um, there's a couple of tools that we can apply. For example, the Integrity Chamber is a new institution that has been um, somewhat um, demanded by Holland to have access to this $550 million. What does the... Yeah, huh? a very controversial. Yeah, controversial issue right topic. Now. It's yeah, a matter I'll, I'll of. I would say more forced upon, but yeah, <laughs> it's a controversial issue because it's somewhat uncharted waters, guys. You know, and it's Is uncharted. It it's, it's. I mean, for Saint Martin, it yeah. might be, but yeah. I mean, like you said, we, we could look at this. we could look to Aruba as an mm. example of certain things. We could look to the other Netherlands Antilles and say, like, it may be a first for Saint Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, uncharted waters for Saint Martin. It's uncharted waters for Saint Martin to the extent that um. This institution will be able to give a binding advice to government. So they got to do it. They got to do it, you know. And um, that's um, why it's considered um, such a controversial um, subject. And the entire it, it, the controversy developed over the months and years while we were developing this um, this this law in this institution, hmm. because the literal last um, the last piece of it that we were fighting about as Kingdom Partners is of who the three up? people of the three people who sits on the board of this integrity chamber who appoints who how do they get there you know and the discussion was Holland is, um, um appoints two Samartin appoints one um uh, Samartin appoints two and Holland appoints mm-hmm. one you know and um those are the things that have to be finalized <coughs> you know but um with the ability of having this institution now um and um the access to this fund to rebuild the island what you will actually see happening is the um the the ability for certain things that were being stalled certain advices you know certain um policies that were being stalled for many years just out of the mere fact that um the the leaders that were in government could not agree on a way forward so either they would agree to disagree and mm. not do anything about it, or they would destroy on the government, or whatever it is they, um, they do to deal with it. Now we have the ability to have a binding advice by our authority. you have to execute it, whether you all agree advice. or not. It's a binding advice. I get that, but there's just, I guess, I'm just curious. Like, well, well, How do you personally feel about, because according to me, the, it's been resolved or whatever. We decided that, okay, it's two people being appointed from the Netherlands and one from St. Martin. Uh, is that not... According to me, I remember seeing that coming out, uh, that yeah. being discussed in the parliament meetings. Like, okay. it seems that that's so been decided. Don't hang me on on it because um I this is a portfolio that was on my desk, actually. No. Um, I, wasn't, I didn't develop the portfolio, but it was an instruction... Um, given and I wasn't the actual Hovomachtak minister then I was a deputy minister mm. um, what's actually happening is that you would then see um, one is appointed by um, St. Martin one is appointed by the overhead in Holland so the government in Holland um, and then so through the ex-minister that and then the third one is appointed through the common court of justice and then if you actually dive into the common court of justice <coughs> That is the open bad ministry in Simatni, you know. So, um, and if you actually go into the technicalities of it, which I rather don't, but um, how do you appoint people to the Common Court of Justice once more? Should the likes minister that? 
so technically, so technically still somebody from Holland. Yeah, but still, it, w- would but it not would it not be possible or make more sense for it to be the third party to be somebody not neutral? from yeah exactly that's a common court where, of justice where, where would the neutral person come yeah, from though? the common like, court of justice no but I mean in, in, in no, his in scenario my, in my, like, in, okay, yeah. if you had some if you, if it's a issue between Smart and Netherlands it seems I mean just in a general thing regardless of the um, apart from the integrity chamber if you had just a regular disagreement between me and you, for example. I can't find one of your homies, one of my homies, and then another one of your homies, and then expect it to be like but I, but that's the thing, unbiased that's, in that situation. Right, that's why um, we're looking at, um, you know, but it's we, like who yeah, would be the third? Who would be the third person in your scenario? Because I mean, if it's a dispute between Holland and the uh, Saint Martin and Holland, for example, mm-hmm. who else? Who, who does this matter to outside like those people? What you can get somebody from Curacao or but like. Even, even if you say the kingdom, then is that is you know? I want to answer the question and I, I can answer it actually. Why go Because I I have conflicting things about that. You know, um, this is this is why it is. It was just an okay. idea to be quite honest. Okay, go back to the trias political. Mm-hmm. You know, um, right now um, we have we have, we're seeing a situation where in the integrity chamber, the legislator in Holland, so the wet holder in Holland, mm. um, wants to appoint one. The wet holder in Saint Martin wants a point one, and these are two people that come from um, well, two set of people that come from the legislative branch, you mm-hmm. know, who would then give an instruction to the um, also give an instruction, but give um, um advice um of um uh, they're the ones appointing um, um people who sit in ministers as ministers to appoint these people, okay, mm-hmm. um, both sides of the island, okay. The third part of the of um, the the trias politicas though, which is a judicial mm. um, branch, is the common court of justice, and they are actually supposed to be the neutral party, the the party that actually um, supposed to uphold justice, peace and security for all people of Saint Martin, all people of the kingdom. Okay. And that is why the neutral body is supposed to be the common court of justice. That's in my opinion. That's my take on it, and that's why I think maybe that's the direction it went to. Like I get that, but my my only thing with that is I feel like, like you said, we trying to represent um one person trying to represent the interests of man, or that the common court of justice job is to represent the people on both sides. But what happens when the people on both sides differ, and it seems as though they differ it's a lot cultu- of the time? Now. It's a cultural thing. Yeah, it's that, a cultural like, thing. It seems, but, but that's the thing. But you see, but you see, this is where this is why I say I struggle with it because at one end, nobody can. I mean, we as Samaritans, nobody can come inside our island and tell us what to do. But at the other end, it obviously we can't run our own shit either. Uh-huh. So where I mean, I mean, say one, say two. You can't. You can't. You, you have to lead by example, not lead by example, but you can't just ex- expect to be trusted with them kind of things or just ex- expect it to be responsible. If you've shown that you can't be responsible for everything from budget to your crime to your laws, I mean, we, we have taken about all these different programs and stuff like that. All right, cool. But if there's no, like we was talking about last time, if there's no checks and balances, if there's no way to actually put people, a whole people, people accountable, mm-hmm. nothing going, that, that 500 million, I sorry I'm going people pockets. I sorry. <laughs> I sorry. Boy. Uh. <laughs> I sorry. I sorry. I, I like I, your response. I like right? your response. Sean, you're going to lock me up. You're going to lock me up, Sean. It is. But I say I say that and why I say that so strongly is because look, Hazani, I really like the message that you're bringing across to the people, and I really like what you stand for. But I can't say 
I su- I could support you because that means supporting you support your party, teacher. Mm. And okay. why and why can't I say support your party? And I can't say support no party, none of them, none of them out there right now because all of them either the leaders for themselves or they got somebody in it that go that could possibly for they got their own agenda and and want to bring down some something else and not having this whole one island men or one dot side mentality i i i understand so with that with that being said this whole thing about new the new government and stuff like that i mean i i glad and want more young people to be part of it but right now how it is like we again like we said last time is nothing but political musical chairs going on <laughs> who ain't part of one party was 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 on the opposition on the next one who wasn't in government this time was once opposition on the next side so you how know, how you could tell me as a young person oh yeah i must vote when the same thing be going on for two I, decades i can't i can't quote it exactly but there's a quote from um you know in the, when you used to read when you read books politics is something that didn't start yesterday you know <laughs> it goes back in the times of the greeks and romans and from since back in those days they had excellent books written about it you know <laughs> <laughs> um, to the extent that um, Shakespeare um, once said, "Oh, what tangled webs we've weaved! Oh, for who to deceive?" You know, I can't give you the full quote, you know, but um, as we, to draw reference, why so I say you might feel a bit confused right now, you know, as to how do you draw your left from your right when you see this candidate move from here to there, mm-hmm. all those stuff, you know. We have a unique opportunity right now with this election. We are literally creating the future. For the people of St. Martin, um, for the next 20, 30 years, in this next four years, you know, um, when you have the ability to sit in Parliament, and that's why I'm running in this election, and I'm asking the people, especially the young professionals, especially the young people, you know, um, to show their support for me, because um, I want to make it to Parliament, where I sit in front of the governor, sit, I stand in front of the governor, and I take an oath saying, I swear to vote my conscience, you know. For the um for to for the improvement you know of um or to work on behalf of the people of Saint Martin I swear to vote my conscience and that is what you actually hope you can have as a parliamentary representatives in this upcoming election you hope the people have been informed about the issues and are not then um 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 bogged down with um family alliances mm. and um um propaganda you know. That's um that's out there. I'm gonna ask you all to um join add me on Facebook, you know. Check me out on Facebook because um that's how I have the ability to share with you my vision where for example I want to empower you as um a international uh, a student of international business to return home to St. Martin one day and have the ability to um set up your own um uh, uh not your own but work with a hotel to set up a hydroponics facility where the cuisine they have selling in their hotel locally comes from grown. that same facility locally grown right nearby by that hotel and it's something that works because they do it at cuisine arts in Anguilla right now but only having the minister only with uh, uh, the ability of having the minister of Rami to be able to grant the permits the spatial planning permits to have such a facility is the only way we can get it done and that's a motion that can start in parliament that's my um that's my um outlook you know and that's yeah. the solutions i've been putting out there for the people like that's some that's something that i wanted to ask you about like i know we don't i know you don't have the time to go into each and every one but i just wanted to know if you could give like some, a brief outline yeah. of some of your solutions because you mentioned them like a couple times during this podcast uh-huh, so. uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Yeah. That would that would be great actually, Gary. Okay. I'm gonna start with saying um I my first video I released um um uh, as a solution is strengthening our institutions, you know. Right. Um our police officers, our civil servants out there doing their job without having the adequate tools and courses, you know. Um right. so the courses re is with reference to having the right updates, you know, about what's happening within your world, um um of um within your work to uh, to do your job um efficiently. Okay, um, when I say the police and the civil servants don't have the right tools, um, we have yeah underfunded. They're, they're, I have um, I I I the partners that I line with <coughs> were, um, were, were were some of them. Some of them are the police that were recently installed. You know, mm. and when you have these guys walking up to you in town telling you, "Boy, they send us out in the street, two of us out in the street to share one radio." You 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 got you gotta get concerned, man. You know, and um, those that's that's why I did the, the 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 video on strengthening our institutions and how do you go about that? Having fair elections first. When you have fair elections, you can have people in government that actually know about governance and um, that actually want to vote the right way um, for the budget to strengthen the institutions so they can have the right tools and they can have the right certification courses in government to strengthen our institutions to have peace. Justice and security for all Samaritan people. That's what it's about. That's for video. video. Mm, the yeah. second one is about. Um, I believe I released was. Um, uh, if you, uh, I'll just go through them. I'm not gonna go through it in the order. The dump. That's a high. Um, the dump is a is a, high, it's a high, it's high priority yeah. right now in Ireland. There's a solution to it. A solution was presented um, back in 2010 by um, our commissioner of um, Rami, our commissioner of Rami back then, who was Theodore Heidegger. He proposed waste energy. He proposed it in a way where we're asking to um, take the waste and throw it into a mass incinerator where we can burn this waste to create energy that we can contribute back to, the, that we can, one, contribute back to the grid, hmm. You know, um, either a national or regional grid, you know, <coughs> exactly. Um, and then, two, also for manufacturing industries, they can use this heat created, you know, to um, from this energy source to manufacture goods, you know. Um, it can be any sorts of goods, you know. What you're tapping into, though, is the power purchase agreement. And that's what um, has um, um, uh, waste energy failing up to now because the stakeholders between the private sector, public sector cannot agree on what is the price we're going to be selling one kilowatt of energy <laughs> from the, this facility um, to the, um, the consumers, uh, the, business, the B2B businesses, the business to business, mm. or the business to consumer. That's um, what's holding it up. And if that's not a solution, guys, stop it now. You put a um, uh, incinerator out on the um, the bay, um, somewhere on the bay side, you know, where mm -hmm. it's out of our capital. Start recycling. What you can recycle and extract from the waste, you recycle and you start sorting it. And what cannot be extracted and recycled, you take it to that simple container. You shove everything inside of it. The container burns everything, and you get rid of the waste. Solution. Hmm. Um, you want to say like, something? Or yeah, you I, I, could go I, I, on? I wanted I wanted to ask one question uh -huh. on the dumb thing. Because I, you know, we, we talked about the waste energy thing, and uh, one of the one things we, according to me, one of the main points as to why they say like that isn't necessarily 
it's possible but not necessarily the more the best option is because of like the amount of waste that is needed to make it profitable or something mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. it would require the cooperation of other islands and stuff like that and yep. that's one of the things kind of halting that yeah i worked yeah. On, on on eu funding to be able to tap into um waste energy through cooperation with other um territories in the region the first territory was france and martin the reason why that um fund um evaporated and dried up is because we could not come to agreement with those parties before the time frame um of the fund um um before 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 the time frame expired to um to tap into this fund um it goes once more into the economies of scale which stakeholders are going to be benefiting the more from mm. most from um from from the agreement you know and that can be established People still coming down to money yeah yeah if that can if that can be established, you know, literally what the government of Saint Martin needs to do is just to take um, a very responsible decision. Um, if we're gonna need what a certain amount of tons of waste per year for the next twenty to thirty years, if we think we can make that calculated risk of achieving it, we do it. If not, we just have to stop um, um, the 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 building of the mountain, you know, um, and it can be actually be something beneficial in the long run where we simply tap. Um, um, pipes into the um, the current landfill. You allow that. To, you allow these pipes to extract the gases okay. the, that are trapped, and you can even try and collect some of the the Mario Hodge. I met the gentleman recently back in the island when I went down there a couple of weeks ago. He's interested in bringing a company from the U.S. that can extract this um, propane. Um, um, I won't call it Me- propane, method, but the gas. It's methane gas. The gas, actually. I don't even know. I paid attention to the part of the last time. I don't even know what's in what, what type of gas they're extracting. <laughs> I was doing know? my research for but this. But whatever, whatever they're extracting, they can, <laughs> if, if, it's, it's, if it's a resource they can use, extract it, can extract it and use it. Um, that's all I'm really saying, okay. you know. Okay. Um, and um, and then you can then later, 20, ten years down the road, twenty years down the road, you can actually have a park. You can actually literally have a park on this property that's currently co- um, property the on this current um, um, yeah dump that's currently mm-hmm. considered issue, you know. And um, yeah, is, is is it not possible to also move it? Oh yeah, it's possible to move it, but not not to the extent of creating another dump. No, um, I mean like like legit, just switch locations of let's say the landfill. Yeah, well, I mean um, according to me, it used to be in Point Blanche or something mm-hmm. like that before. Mm-hmm. My actual solution is um is not to move it alone, but to eradicate um landfills in Saint Martin. We don't need mm-hmm. it um to the extent that once more um privatized waste management introduce um the ability for um young people um who are interested in being waste management experts to tap into recycling schemes e waste um uh, recycling bottles cans plastics all of these stuff you know this mm-hmm. wealth can be created in it the French side is doing it already and whatever cannot be extracted as um as um as um recyclables burn it Take it um, up back bay, have a container. You can um, purchase one of these incinerating containers. Mm-hmm. Every day you shove stuff in there, you burn it, and you get rid of your waste. That's stuff that you don't need, you don't want, you burn it. I hope if you do get into power and mm-hmm. you do start to implement these plans, that you just to make sure you get involved in the foundation yeah. in it because <laughs> I got you. That's, that's, that, that might be an issue. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, like when uh, it just comes to burning yeah, things, yeah. burning yeah. things uh, it's, it's, um, it's about meeting international standards, you know, and that's why I say, um, first of all, mm. you carry it out, out, out of this, um, the, 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 how you call it, the civilized areas, zones where people are living in residential zones. Mm-hmm. Take it out of that area first. Secondly, um, GB creates energy and they, they create energy off of burning fossil fuels. Yeah. That's in KB. Um, 
what they do there to con to 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 to, to complement their um um not complement but to avoid damaging the environment too much in the ozone is they introduce uh, membranes in the um, exhaust pipes. Mm. And what mm -hmm. these membranes do is they, 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 they trap as much of the pollutants as possible as they re are released in the exhaust pipes. Mm -hmm. And it's the same technology they will introduce if they have to come to building a waste to energy facility in our capital. They're gonna have to introduce um, these membranes that can um, extract as end. much of the pollutants. I do my research, so fellas. No, but I this do is, we got we got to see, we got to ask this question. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm glad, I'm glad. We you got asked, we got asked. I'm glad because it actually given me the ability, you know, <coughs> to um to give the answers and give the solutions that I've been stuck trying to solve. Not stuck, but I've been trying to solve for so many years doing mm. my research, you know. And this is one way of getting it out. We see, but it's got to go through. Us. I have a question. Um, if if you're Samaritan and living in the Netherlands, right? Mm. And you want to vote in St. Martin. Mm. You were born in St. Martin and you want to vote in St. Martin. Nope. Is that not possible? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. It is? Yeah. It's, not possible. it's not possible. I say, yeah, oh, it's yeah. not possible. I say, oh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> It's not possible. Nope. But there's a simple solution to that. And it's, um, this is a simple solution to it, is um, to have the ability to vote by proxy. Now, there's two sides to the coin. You're going to have one person that says, how do you control this vote by proxy thing, you know? Um, and How because you know sure that, that vote is being yeah you know there's some bad thing. practices are done with it in the past you know and um, the, the other side of the coin is that you have young people just like you all you know um, left um, um, St. Martin written out a couple years ago yeah huh? written out a couple years ago yeah you all written <laughs> right out of St. Martin to go to Holland to further your education not by choice yeah more by force than anything more by yeah. force if we had a the, better alternative if there was a so, higher yeah. a way of um the, if there was a way to uh, um to get a way of higher education on St. Martin I'm sure none of you would have left you if know yeah, some was a real school yeah uh, yeah some <laughs> I, it is a real I'm, school. I'm you not, like lock me I'm up. Not, I'm not the politician. Like, listen, we, we it is a real school. You're, but <laughs> these are my words, not the words of Hassani. Let's just clear that up. I'm the one that's. It is said. a real school. Got a lot of friends who go into the USM, you know. Um, so that's getting ridiculous. Oh uh, boy, but um, let's <laughs> get. But I, again, again, say it this way, you know. Um, the ability to vote by proxy is still an uh, option because they do it at the um, the Dutch representative in St. Martin when they have elections in Holland. Hmm. I actually voted for the European Union, a representative in the European Union, at the Dutch representative in St. Martin. So I voted at that time. And it's also possible here in Holland where you, the people of St. Martin, living in Holland, could um, vote by proxy at the St. Martin House hmm. where we will have the your voting card here, um, the the bin to um, to put your ballots in, you know, and it's all about doing it in an organized and uh, organized way where um, it's um, it's a fair voting process, you know, and um, it, it's it's a matter of changing the making a change to the kingdom charter, um, I believe the kingdom charter, and the initiative has to start in St. Martin, though it mm. has to start in St. Martin. And that's another solution. If I had the time, I would tap into that in, in my in my series of videos. Mm. And if not, I'll always find the time after the tap into it to illustrate how do you actually go about this process. Because it's a very simple process. Since we're on the topic quick on, on voting, I just have a, a quick question to ask. Because I seen a video on Facebook uh, a couple of days ago. Mm. Um, they got this show. I don't know if you've seen it from um, Andrew Dick and Devon Dre, the politics or Samaritan yeah, politics. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they seen that they was doing a street in 
interview about who would, who who will vote for who and uh-huh. stuff like that. There was a young there was a young lady that gave an answer that really disappointed me, but it really showed the mentality of a lot of the Samaritan people. Sadly, what was, the, was, what was like, the question and what was the answer? The question was who you <laughs> vote for. Homegirl say anybody that buy me an iPhone X. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so buddy. especially with this whole how do you respond to that what mentality have you, what <laughs> have you done for me lately mentality Yo, yeah it's, it's, but, but you see that's the whole thing it's not just her and it's not just the young people it's the old people it's the poor people it's the rich people it's mm. the people in general so once you don't change okay. the mentality of the people itself how like what what went wrong what went yeah. wrong Sean Sean what went wrong for too many years we've been developing our society and that's a Martin as an individu- individualistic um, society where um, very that's capitalist you know um, me take care of myself and my own and um, we lived in we live in, um, in in gated communities you know um, and where while um, we are part of a kingdom that's part of the European Union that has a very um, different outlook and way of um, of, of developing our country where we want to have a social more of a socialist um, 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 approach. socialist approach to um, our our development and what happens now is that that young lady who has no hopes in government being able to one provide um help her um get the right education maybe to do a job or to get a job that she wants so bad or doesn't see the hope for that happening it's just looking about um it's just thinking about herself right and now, now. Yeah. and what's happening right now i'm i'm going to deal with whatever i have to deal with tomorrow because um, I know whatever is going to happen after the election is not going to benefit me. And that's actually what's quite different about this election again, guys. The ability to sit in Parliament and to work with the people of the World Bank and to work with the Kingdom government on improving St. Martin to make it a more social contribution society rather than a capitalist, capitalist economy, you know, our society is actually right now on our table, you know? I have a question about that. Uh-huh. Do you feel it's possible to make that transition seeing how heavy, how how much American influence in Martin gets? Because in my opinion, the more socialist, um, the more kind of collective approach to things and thinking more collectively, to me, mm-hmm. that was more of a European ideal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with with the amount of influence, especially culturally, mm-hmm. that America has on Simati, from products to like the TV that mm-hmm. we watch and thing, all of these stuff, I feel like well, all of those... To me, all of those things tied in the capitalistic mm-hmm. ideals is a very American thing, and yeah. if we so pumped with that, how do you change that? Well, yeah, I understand the question very well, and I think you know, Sir Martin. Uh, fortunately for us, we have the ability to say we have one foot in Europe and one foot in America. Yeah, well, you we, know, like we speak in and English now. I feel yeah, like that alone says yeah, like yeah, that is know, a very telling we, thing we, to we, show. We are, we have the both, extent of America. We have influence. both a constitution. And we have both a, um, a kingdom charter. Mm. Huh? And um, that's a unique part about St. Martin, you know? And um, a couple of uh, islands in, 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 in um, Caribbean. Caribbean, you know? Um, <coughs> now, our economy might be capital- um, driven by capitalism, mm. okay? But when you approach um, the CFT, who does the financial supervision of our finances, they tell you, Asani, um, St. Martin right now has a, just above 30% tax compliance. Um, 
Um, we are looking at um, having at least 10% more to be able to maintain the pension fund, which people pay into their whole life and then walk away with 550 Um <laughs> And um, besides that, um, we're trying to find a way to improve the reserves that are at the AZV, where currently you only get a referral to go to um, travel and seek medical assistance after you have dead already, <laughs> you know, or maybe entirely dead, practically, <laughs> you know. Um, well, and um, that is where there's a division right now in St. Martin, and that's why I said it should be a socialist contribution society. Um, and um, it's not taken away from the ability of having our economy capital, uh, like um, being cap uh, capitalism driving mm. the economy forward, but it just means that the people who are benefiting from the beaches, benefiting from the sun, and benefiting from the fun, and when I say benefiting, making money, Hmm. Off of the different activities that's um, uh, economic activities that's on the island that's provided from these free natural resources, you know, should be contributing towards our reserves. Because then what happens when I get sick, I have the ability to be able to receive um, a, 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 a fund, you know, a, sick, a sickness fund, you know, because there's a reserve for that, you know. Uh, when um, um, I, I return home to St. Martin and I'm a, I'm a starter, there's a fund available to develop starter homes, you know. Mm. And um, that was one of the main reasons why I got into politics in the beginning before I decided to study governance. Is that another one of the things? That, was that addressing one of your solutions? That's one of my solutions, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Starter yeah. homes? There's, yeah. a, there's a solution for starter homes. Um, starter homes is a simple solution for that, too. Um, Belvedere, when Belvedere was built back in the day, it was built under the premise that we would have a social housing scheme, mm -hmm. a social housing fund. What happened with Belvedere is um, the, the, the there was... Um, uh, a time when um, the, the 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 banks, I would think, then realized that um, that um, a lot of people were getting um, the ability to have a, uh, a home within a social housing fund, and there was a lot <laughs> more land available in Belvedere. And what they did instead of developing more social housing, and when I say more social housing, um, a, a specific social housing for young professional starters, hmm. where it's a revolving door fund. You buy into it at 18, for example, or 20, 25. Um, it's um, a specific, specific home in within where, where you have to buy into it only because you are um, following certain rules. You're under 40. You know, you only have a certain amount of income. Mm. And for those reasons, you're going to have a reduced, a reduced cost, but you're only going to pay a certain amount mm -hmm. compared to the private sector where you're going to pay a lot more. But what happens then is that um, when you're 40 now and you, maybe you have a family and or maybe above 40, you still live in there and you want to now sell it and go and buy another home, a billion other home, a bigger home, mm -hmm. you know, you're not, you should not be allowed to sell it on the private sector. You have to sell it back to the same social sec um, sector that you bought it from Makes and then sense. you fix the price. So that's what, that's so what, you pay what? into it and you, pick, you get your money back out, but you don't get more. What people want to do, they pay into something, and then they make money off of selling it for a lot more after. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens in the private sector. You need to have specific rules set in place as a social housing fund. It cannot be broken. They cannot change. And that's what happened with Belvedere. They started a social housing fund. The rules got changed. Yeah. The commercial banks got involved. 
no 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 fault in that you know they saw the opportunity you know and the people saw the opportunity to build their own homes outside of a social housing scheme mm. and that's what they did but at the loss of our ability right now as young professional starters who to want to return to home, home to buy into a housing scheme that we can afford mm. to, to me to me i mean like we getting kind of close to about the time that we would have to wrap up but to me it sounds as though like a lot of um your solutions basically center around the idea of certain things that me and Kana was discussing before which is like one of the main things that Samantha is lacking is enforcement when it comes to like yes. checks and balances yes. and enforcement on Thank those checks God. and balances mm-hmm. and it seems as though you speaking a lot on that same sentiment or it's yeah. you know what happened um our population increased a lot guys over the <laughs> last couple of years we have a population density problem and the sweet samaritan land that we all grew up to knowing you know um is in sort of and unless it's sweet samaritan land we we grew up in a time when we saw our parents making so much money you know and unless they made so much money the um, the cost of living wasn't as high <laughs> and um the the the, the um what well, i would say um you had the ability to go on a vacation every year <laughs> a, a nice vacation you know with your family and it's changing to the extent now that um you're making what you make is almost the same as what you end up spending to mm-hmm. maintain your household you know just to and live yeah you know and so the cost of living is increasing without the wages, um, the wages um you know so it's one thing has happened the cost of living has to decrease or the uh, the wages has to increase and the only way you do that is through regulating the economy and um uh creating new ways of um of making money <coughs> uh, create new ways of making money in the economy Those are the only two ways you can actually accomplish that. Just out of curiosity, but is included in any of your solutions the legalization of marijuana? Oh, marijuana. <laughs> okay. Um no, I didn't touch that um in the outlook because um, I didn't touch um it. I didn't. no, I touched it in the outlook because why um there is um ways I'm trying to create money for the economy right now with reference to um the ability to start doing hydroponics mm. um and indoor farming and vertical farms um fish farming I like this guy, I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's, fish, all fish that's exactly farming, that's you know? exactly why Kate was bringing up that you as know? well because that's fish something all those things you know um it's going to be something that will be dealt with in parliament you mm. know antica just um dealt with it you know um and what, they legalize it, it or what um it's being tolerated you know oh, okay it's, but um, according, according to according to me simartin is not is not is decriminalized is mm, well I don't know what officials are saying. Um, yeah that's yeah. according to it's, it's it's tolerated you have to decriminalize mm-hmm. it actually you know and um it's to the extent that We live in a small society where we have to respect um um each other, you know. And if you introduce one thing and our policy to do a certain thing, you have to then see what the um what the other side of the coin will look like, you How's know. Going, what ramifications of uh, that of, of the action will be, you know. So, we have to put our best minds in place and um the first thing I will tell you um the ability to have um 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 uh, t- uh, t- um the, the the ability to tolerate the consumption of um of of marijuana um ansemartin can only come with the ability of us having a general hospital and a um a, a registered neurologist on the island you know hmm. um that's one um okay so with ha- with having <coughs> that you can then have all sorts of um um legal discussions about how do you go about structuring it within a framework where it's one safe to con- consume 
and two, um, um, taxable probably. The amount of taxes generated you in know? other countries based off of that is like, yeah. But right. I, I, I just I, I, yeah. I asked because I remember I believe it was last year, possibly the year before. I know it was a while back that I remember seeing when they had the whole Bushman, yeah, 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 when yeah, they yeah, gave the presentation, they tried, they and then it was like I haven't heard anything since then on yeah, this particular yeah. matter. So if like, I'm correct or if I'm wrong, maybe it I might it. be what they were missing in that room that day. They um they 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 they, they came in with the with the with the with they um, needed people the, who was willing experts. to listen. I think that's that what they needed too, because were, based on the questions that those people asked after the presentation was given, it's clear ninety percent of that room wasn't listening or uh, they just slow. Well, uh, well, not only the that. questions was answered and they was not every four question. years. Every four years, the people have the ability to vote in their representatives in parliament. Sure, you know, sure. and every four years, those representatives then have to vote. So if they if if they try it back, then they got to try it again within mm. this upcoming um, time frame. And then what you will see then is based on the people them who sit in the parliament and have the ability to vote their mm. conscience. You know, you will then have then um, uh, out to see what do does the electorate feel about this particular um, law, you know, or the, the, the criminalization of it, mm. you know, um, to the extent that if I am a, uh, for, I don't know, um, a Christian, if, I, if I'm elected mostly by Christian um, supporters, you know, mm. um, who tell me, Asani, that, 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 that bad bush only going to cause harm to the society and this, that, Wacky other. tobacco. Yeah, you know, um, I... I'm gonna sit in Parliament. And I'm gonna vote that um, in a way that reflects that um, that that, that backing, that support. You yeah. know, understand. But understand. if I am um, if I'm elected, you know, by a group of people that tells me, look, there's um, medicinal um, um, purposes, uh, purposes and 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 benefits, and you know, economic Apart benefits. From marijuana, there's also hemp. So I mean, you know, all these you, know, you know, all these different benefits. I'm you know, saying. I'm gonna sit in Parliament. I'm gonna vote my conscience. Mm. But once I want to get back to one thing I want to get back to is that in that room, I believe we had an array of different experts that came to speak. Yeah, there was um, the neurologist, there was a dude from the private sector, yeah. and there was the um, Bushman himself. Yeah. They missed they miss, the lawyer. Hmm. That's what they missed. They missed a lawyer. And it's the lawyer who can actually um, write up the framework for the legislation True. to how you're going to go about implementing it. Hey, no. so we got see we got but, a missing piece. According to me, they, they may not have had the lawyer there, but according to me, that's what the doctor there because he was apparently he was helping all the other islands or different islands. He was he the dude who was guiding them. He yeah. was a doctor, according to me. He yeah. wasn't a lawyer, yeah, yeah. But I feel like if he already is in the room, he knows the process and stuff that needs to be taken it's, it's, it's and probably different. got the connects and stuff. You, uh, you need a constitutional... Yeah. You need to have someone uh, who actually practices in law. You need to have a, legis um, a legislative lawyer. Mm -hmm. That's a specific type of lawyer. I'm telling you guys, I studied international um, law, European law, and I'm not. I'm far from practicing law in the courtroom mm. because all I do is um, research European Union, um, white papers, green papers, regulations, and all that stuff. And... Guys, they are not, there isn't a building, I think, big enough to hold all of those documents, hmm. probably, you know? Maybe there is, but there is, is a lot of documentation, but you know? And um, you need a specific um, lawyer, a group of lawyers, you know, who can actually develop, do the research and um, develop the legislation and the right processes to make sure they tie in all the loose ends, you know? 
And that's that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. We, we, but it's about taking the right steps in that direction. And when I say um, my entire opinion about it, how I would go about making my um, um, a contribution to this law is um, by asking to have it implemented the same way it's implemented right now in, 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 in Holland hmm. with the ability for um, people to um, um, have two, uh, sorry, uh, uh, three female and two male um, um, plants. plants um, within their property for personal consumption. Um, mm. Reason being is that um, the, the ability for so you. So did, did they change it though? Because according to me, it was just like I, I don't I don't recall it mm. being specifically um, three female, two male. According to me, it was just like a limit is five, five plants. Five. Like, okay, I, I know they was looking into. I, yeah, like, I didn't. I don't know how when last I opened up that that, that piece of legislation. Yeah, you know, it's five plants. No, yeah. Right? I, I, I could saw that what he's saying is true. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Um, but... I wasn't agreeing any sense. That's why, like I said, the reason why I want to implement it that way for is because um, we have an issue in, um, like I said, Holland has been done this road a long time ago. And uh, one thing you don't want to see happening in, if this is introducing St. Martin, so the decriminalization of it and it's being done, um, it should be done once for medicinal use and you don't want, you do not want international criminal organizations... Huh. To be tapping in to a wealthy um, potential, and then that funds will be used to fund terrorist activities, and then that those those terrorist activities are later linked to St. Martin in the future, mm. and I, that's why these are all the things you gotta research well, you know. And I ain't um, even went that far, jeez. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. like I want to cut you off. I've, I would like to continue the conversation yeah, but for I a long time. Topic there for but you, I mean, we already at a hour and thirty, so I just yeah. feel like what would be your last, what would be the message that you'd like to leave with our listeners? Your last words, yeah. the key point you. of your sentiment. Of, well, I'll let you know this much. Um, I sat here hour and a half with you all, well spent. You know, I felt really good um having this conversation with you because um, I personally feel um. The people in this room reflects my ideology and my future. Yeah. Um, this is the many um, years I've spent um, sitting on the block, sitting with the boys, you know, sitting in different uh, organizations also, like Leo's Club, um, the the the, um, the church groups, and all these different groups yeah. I was part of, you know. And this is the what the people have been telling me. And I'm now asking for the ability to go into Parliament, to speak the same way, and vote the same way that I've been speaking, you know. Um, in Parliament as your representative, um, when you speak to some people, they tell me, they tell me, Hassan, you 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 will do good as a minister. Parliament, Parliament is a joke. Mm. You know, you you need to be a minister. You know, um, I think Parliament has a lot more to offer the people of Saint Martin. You know, we just really need to get um, the the right people in there. You know, that are um, aligned to the same vision. You know, especially the coalition. The coalition in Parliament are aligned to the same vision and are going to work out there to implement that vision. And then, of course, have that very critical, I say critical, not petty, that critical opposition that is willing to question what is in the outlook for, of our vision. And back in the day, when we had Vance and Claude, those are the best days of governance and opposition. Claude used to make things happen, and he made it happen right. And Vance used to be the one critical, asking the critical questions, you know? It wasn't and personal, it's just purely about the, the, the better. Yeah. 
a government and opposition mm-hmm. and that's governance for you you know and that the, 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 and um and that's what you need in parliament right now you know mm-hmm. and that's how you will alleviate our people out of poverty improve the quality of living um improve the standards of living if you have that in parliament and you have the ability to adapt fast mm-hmm. you need to adapt fast guys all like i said all the research has been done all the studies have been done and i was part of that process and i'm right now asking the people of St. Martin the people who hear this interview to go out there february 26 cast their vote first of all vote second vote for UD and third vote for Asani Ellis hmm. the, the UD candidate candidate number 15 in this upcoming election all right guys Well, I had a great time. Well, you, you heard know? it here. You heard it from the horse's mouth, not to call your house, yeah. but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, I mean, it, it is the phrase. Well, they always say, you know, um, if you don't bring a donkey to a horse race, you know. So I'm glad, I'm glad it's a horse and not a donkey. <laughs> you feel me? Wait, true, true. A uh, 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 quick fact check. You yeah. can just have five wheat plants okay. in your house. It oh, doesn't matter. All right. All right. <laughs> good, good, good to know. Male or female. Male or female. Know? Hopefully yeah. you, you're getting female plants in your house. Yeah. Yeah. If you got male, yeah. you that being said <laughs> well you know i'd like to thank everybody for coming through um coming through for listening especially to thank mr ellis for coming through yes. and you know giving us the opportunity to ask some questions and it was some a very informative session yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah i did yeah, learn yeah. some i did learn a lot of stuff you know you know hmm. I, i feel educated yeah. but um you know again thank you everybody for coming through um quick before we go leave us know where they can find you your website facebook yeah. wherever yeah. it is All right, guys, check me out on Facebook. Um, I will tell you to add me on Facebook. Um, send me a message saying, show me the solutions, and I will add you on Facebook. I'll, uh, you'll have the ability to see my solutions, the videos I've been producing, hmm. showing the people of St. Martin the solutions. You can also, um, let me see where, 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 where else I am. I'm also on LinkedIn. Best place to reach me, though, is on Facebook. I don't got time to manage the Twitter. You're a big Twitter. social media person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're busy dealing with real matters and stuff the like Twitter, that. Twitter, the, the, what's, what's the other one? Um, Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. All, I don't Snapchat. got the time for it. <laughs> Snapchat, I ain't got the time <laughs> for it. I, I, I want someone to do it for you then. Yourself, I have to start Trust paying somebody me, to do it. it looked like he got the team already. Hmm. So you just yeah, got to yeah, tell yeah, him yeah. to upgrade, upgrade a little, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. But again, with that being said, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the podcast. Again, if you have anything else you'd like us to talk about specifically, hit up me or Mr. King on our personal on Facebook social medias or hit up the link up podcast if you have any specific people you want us to have up on the show let, let us, us know up. at the same at the same times um, social media or the link up podcast with that being said Mr. King we'll see you the next time you link up you